What a beautiful morning we've got out here. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing this morning? This is a terrific Thursday or a great day for some Thursday thoughts. Uh, I'm up bright and early here, and I decided to come down by the ocean. I mean, seems to be my favorite place for thinking. I'm going to try not to trip on this log here as I move my way down. Goodness knows I'm an accident-prone person, so I don't need to be doing any more tripping. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, have a look behind me. It's absolutely stunning, and I can hear the birds chirping. I can hear the eagles overhead. You're listening to Lindy's Audio Cafe, a positive and lighthearted podcast. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget what is truly important. In the end, it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. Stick around. There's always something new to talk about, and we're glad to have you join us. Thanks for listening, and here's your host, Lindy. Hi, everyone. It's Lindy here. How are you doing? I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I'm having a pretty good day. I'm up bright and early. Started uh, my day at 4 o'clock this morning because I couldn't sleep. And so here I am. I'm down at the ocean. Yep, my happy place. I've got eagles around me. i got birds chirping in the trees. View here behind me. If you're watching this by video, you can see the ocean behind me. I watched the 6.30 a.m. ferry leave this morning, headed off down through the water. It was great to watch them headed out. There was a kayaker out on the water, and uh, then I had a bunch of eagles come overhead. It was pretty nice. I like Thursday. Thursday was always my favorite day of the week. Um, right now, I call it Terrific Thursday or Throwback Thursday. Uh, but when I was working full-time and working for other people, Thursday was always my favorite. And the reason why was because I knew that Thursday was the last day of the week before my other favorite day of the week, which was Friday, which meant that pretty soon I was going to have reprieve and have a little bit of time away with my family, time to do the things I really wanted to do. Um, that's an interesting way to look at things. It, I, I don't like to say that I didn't like what I was doing when I was working. I often made the best of what I was doing, and I enjoyed the people that I worked with. Um, but I think if I had spent my life working in a field, doing what was my true passion, I wouldn't have always looked forward to Thursday so much. It's interesting how you can look back and see those things. But it's funny now, because I look at Thursday in a whole different way. I think I like Thursday because uh, it's often a day where I start reflecting. Thursday leads up to Friday, and even though I work on my own schedule now, um, I still like Friday. It just kind of signifies it's the end of a week. It's a night where I eat whatever I want on Friday. I <laughs> have as many chips as I want on Friday night. <laughs> it's Friday. But Thursday is still terrific Thursday. Um, throwback Thursday. Well, Throwback Thursday is something I first heard about on the internet. Um, and people were putting posts on there. It's Throwback Thursday. Look at this picture of me when I was a little kid. Look at this picture of my parents' car in 1954. Look what dad was driving that truck that's parked in the yard. And we look back at those Throwback Thursday pictures and we smile. I had no idea you were blonde when you were little. My goodness, I don't remember my dad ever looking like that. Oh my goodness, look at Auntie Ruth or Uncle Fred, you know, all those things. It's fun to go back and look at those pictures. I had a chat one day with somebody who said, I don't know why people scan their photos. Nobody cares about it. Nobody cares for the next generation. Um, the person that said that to me, I actually said, you know, you're wrong. Um, Throwback Thursday actually is quite delightful for a lot of people. And I know myself, I love seeing pictures from the past. I love seeing pictures of relatives, what they looked like when they were younger, and especially pictures of my parents when they were younger. You see, because, I don't know, we grow up. 
And we learned that our parents were actually people. <laughs> They're not just the person that goes to work every day and puts food on our table and tells us you have to be in at nine. Um, no, that's not what our parents are. Our parents are actual people that fell in love at one point. Um, they fell in love with each other. They fell in love with somebody along the way. They had feelings. They had lives. They had a childhood at one time too. And it's interesting, you know, when you find out more about your parents in your childhood, it helps you understand them more. And as we share our pictures with our children and share our stories, perhaps it helps them understand us more too and understand where we're coming from with things. Hopefully it helps out. Uh, so, you know, on this Throwback Thursday thing, you know, I was thinking about history and preserving our heritage. To me, it's really important that we do that. I mean, I think I demonstrated that with my own family. Um, I've got a really great high-end scanner at home and I scanned over a thousand photos for my family, um, my family being my siblings and my children. It took a lot of time putting those photos together. I went into an online storage and I created a bunch of folders. I made them shareable and I took the time to sort those photos into different folders so each of my siblings could access pictures that I had of them perhaps when they were kids or with their kids growing up and I just wanted them to have those pictures but then what happens to them after you've done all that work? Uh, people look at them but does anybody see them anymore? I don't know um, but I know they're there and I know if something happened tomorrow and my house burnt down or I had a flood or anything happened I know that those pictures are preserved because not only do I have them backed up on my computer, I have them backed up online as well. And that's pretty cool that I'm doing that because, you know, some of that I think is just family history, but what's just family history to us today may actually become part of uh, history in our area tomorrow. You think about how many pictures we see that belong in Archives Canada or National Libraries and Archives or the pictures that you see on Parks Canada site, pictures that you see on all kinds of different historical sites. If it wasn't for the families that actually went out and saved those pictures in the first place, we wouldn't have access to that history. And it's neat to be able to go back and look at how things were done. Um, I like museums. I don't go to them enough, I should go to them some more. Even as I'm talking about it, I'm thinking, yeah, there's a couple museums here I need to go back and revisit. Think about the Cumberland Museum. Now, for those of you who are familiar with Vancouver Island, you probably know where Cumberland is. Um, and for those of you who don't, I say have a look. It's over on Vancouver Island, and it's not too far from where the city of Courtney is. And Cumberland is really neat. It's uh, got a, quite a history of coal mining in the area, but there's a lot of other history there as well, too, that I didn't know about. Um, when I first moved here, I went down to the museum one day, and I ended up going out of there pretty much in tears because there was so much history that I didn't know about that I learned about in that museum. I think I found it really educational because I didn't know as much as I thought I did about what happened here with the internment camps in Canada. It's pretty horrific what happened during Second World War. And you know, you go in that museum and you find out about how people were treated so differently when they were working in the mines. People from different nationalities or races uh, weren't allowed to stay in the same quarters. Only certain people could stay here. Certain other people had to sleep over here. Certain people were allowed to work in these areas and only certain people were allowed to work in these areas. 
And when things kind of fell to crap here around World War II here in our country, a lot of people of Japanese descent were pulled out of their homes and taken to these internment camps in BC's interior. It was horrible. So people who actually were born and raised in Canada, this was their birthplace because of where their parents had come from or um, any kind of connection they had through genetics. They were pulled out of their homes, put into these internment camps. Everything was stripped away from them. It's terrible, absolutely terrible. The people that were playing together on the playground yesterday could no longer talk to each other. And uh, yeah, it's horrible. You just think about it. Imagine if you come home and everything that you've worked for, you've worked really hard your entire life and somebody just comes along and punts you out of your home and they take it over, they sell everything from underneath you and you're left with nothing. How do you live with that? That's a really dark part and sad part of Canada's history. And that's a part that I really, really hope that we never end up going back to that again. I was kind of surprised at myself at how much I did not know when I went in there. Uh, I'm sure we probably learned about some of this when I was growing up, but I don't think we learned enough about it. You can't be taught enough about it. You need to know about these things that happened. People will say to you, I don't go back in the past. The past is the past. Well, yeah, the past is the past, and some things from the past need to stay in the past as far as actions. But as far as memories, gosh, no, we need to talk about it. We need to make sure that those things don't happen again. It's just like so many things and atrocities that have happened around the world. Sometimes we don't want to talk about the bad things and the sad things, but we have to make sure that the people who suffered because of poor actions of others are not forgotten. We have to make sure that we work hard so those things don't happen again today. History is really important. And I think I was even reminded of it this past weekend. I was out with my partner and we went out kayaking. We were out at the Royston Rex. Uh, the Royston Rex is in the beautiful Comox Valley. It's not too far from where I reside. And it's an absolutely beautiful area. And there's a whole bunch of sunken ships in that harbor. A lot of them were brought in there and sunk on purpose. Uh, back in the day when the ships had retired, they brought them in there to become a bit of a breakwater, I believe is what they called it, because they needed to stop, you know, the waves and the, it was, you know, it was really rough in the water and, and people that were coming in to moor the ships, it was just getting really hard. So they brought them in there and they sunk them and it, it stopped the high waters from coming up. Hope I got that right. If I screwed it up, my apologies to anybody local. <laughs> But, you know, it, it, was, uh, it was an interesting experience for me to be out there and realize that there was all these ships underneath the water. And I could kayak around them. I could go inside the hull of one of them. It was pretty neat. I'll share a few pictures on my YouTube channel. And I was sitting out there that day, kind of like I am right now. You know, the birds are chirping around me. And you can just hear the waves. And you look down at these ships and you think about, well, what happened back in the day? Who were the people on these ships? What were they bringing into shore? What were they taking away from here? What was their lifestyle like when they came here? What was technology like for them in their day? Um, they were people just like us. Because they had uh, different tools at their fingertips didn't mean they were any less smart than you and I. And I know sometimes people think that. They think, oh, we get smarter with each generation. No, we don't get smarter with each generation. Good gosh, sometimes people are proven quite the opposite. <laughs> but, you know, I, I look at it and 
I think about, uh, you know, what people went through before us and the hardships that they had and how they worked harder to pave a smoother path for those of us along the way. And that's what often happens in history is somebody's worked hard to make things easier for us. And that's why it's so important that you do go to the museums, you do read upon history, and you do know how things have evolved. Things are changing so much now, I mean, compared to how they used to be. I remember my mom telling me, you know, when they were kids, they had a radio in the house and everybody gathered around the radio to hear the news. Uh, radio played a big part of um, my childhood. We all listened to the radio in the morning all the time. It was a huge source of our entertainment. It was a big one. Um, then things changed. We got our first television set. Yeah, it had rabbit ears on the top. For those of you who aren't familiar with rabbit ears, it was the antennas, and sometimes we had to add tinfoil to it. Move our TV to a different room to actually get reception. I remember when we first got introduced to color TV, and I'd go to my friend's house where she had a color TV. Yeah, it was so great. Watch Gilligan's Island and Yogi Bear after school in color. It was great. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, we thought that was pretty state-of-the-art. It was... And I think about how technology changed over the years. You know, my first office job where we were on typewriters eventually moved into the Olivetti um, typewriters that had the little screens on the side. Eventually we ended up on computers and I remember when the internet first was launched. Um, well, I should say internet, the World Wide Web, I remember us getting that first modem, you know, the sound that we had on that modem. Um, yeah, somebody's on the phone, I can't get on the internet, get off the phone so I can get on the internet. That's how things were back then. Now we've got landlines, we've got cell phones, we're making phone calls through our computers, we're recording phone calls right, left and center. If you're phoning a place, goodness knows, you have no idea if you're being recorded or not, because people are constantly recording calls and not telling people. That's kind of a scary thing. Um, we have devices in our home that are listening to us. And we ask that device to play our latest newscast, ask that device to play our music. Um, that device can hear us anytime it wants to listen to us. Um, so things have changed as much as technology's changed and we've come a long way. There's pros and there's cons to everything. I think it's so important though as technology changes that we don't lose focus on where we came from and where things started. Uh, I was thinking the other day, you know, I was looking for an insurance quote. It was crazy. Just about every place I called, I got a voice message that sounded like it was computer generated. You can tell. You can just hear it in the voice on there. For this data, press 1. You are speaking to so-and-so. Press 2. And it's kind of got this weird sound to it. You know, you can just tell when it's a computer generated voice. I mean, I sure can. You see commercials on the internet, commercials on TV, and it's not even real people voices on it anymore. It's just got this kind of little, you know, kind of like a song-like or methodical way that they're talking and you just know that it's a computer voice on it. It doesn't quite have the same expression. Um, myself, personally, I think it's a cool tool, but I would rather talk to a person. You know, when I call a government department and I'm getting computer recordings on it, I'm like, good grief, can I just get a person? It's bad enough that you can't call and have somebody answer the phone and you got to go through, you know, 10 or 12 different buttons on the phone just to reach somebody. But every time I'm pressing a button, I'm getting a computer voice. Hello, are there any people left in the world? Throwback Thursday, let's talk about people. People still exist. 
um, with Throwback Thursday, I think about history and how important it is for us to give gratitude to the people before us who worked hard to pave a better path for us. There's a lot of people out there who worked hard and they went through hardships. Um, they gave up time with their families, they worked hard in harsh elements, and some of them actually lost their lives doing jobs that were helping to build technologies and new systems that would make life better for generations to come. Um, there are people out there who work hard for generations to come and they do it in a whole different way. They're advocates and they're advocates for the inclusion and well-being of all people. And that's something I'm very passionate about. I've said it before, I'll say it again. My mom always said that if you turned us all inside out, we'd all look the same. Uh, I'm really big on inclusion. I think inclusion is such an important thing. And to me, it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what you identify as, who you identify as. And I don't even know if I got that right. Whatever it is, I just want to say that I think everybody, as long as they're being kind to you, everybody should be included at the table. That's what's most important. Um, and, it, you know, so it seems to me that as much as we have history, we still have a long way to go with humanity to be able to work in certain areas. And, and I give credit to people that are out there advocating to try to make it a better world for everybody. Throwback Thursday to me also means learning more about your area. I mean, I talk about the ships that I, you know, the ships that were in the water that I was kayaking around on the weekend. And sure, there's so much history to that port. And sure, there's so much history of things that happened in this area, um, the coal mining and what happened. Um, but it really wasn't until I went to that museum in Cumberland that I learned so much about the internment camps and the atrocities and how horribly badly people were treated in this area because they came from a country that happened to be at war. Um, I hear people that talk about what happened with the residential schools and this is a bit of a touchy subject and I've had people say to me I'm tired of hearing about it I don't want to hear about it anymore. My response is it's important that we hear about it it's important that people can tell their stories we need to know what happened so that we can be understanding of the people that are around us. We need to understand what happened so we can understand when other people um, react differently to situations because perhaps they've been through atrocities and there's intergenerational impact to people who've been through atrocities. And by learning about things that have happened in the past, it can help us to be more understanding of people around us and perhaps help us to become kinder people. So, you know, I think learning about history is really important. I know, again, going back to that day going in the Cumberland Museum, when I realized I really didn't know enough about BC's history, um, it kind of made me realize I didn't know enough about Canada's history. I didn't know enough about a lot of the world's history. And it's still a reminder to me that sometimes I should be getting off the phone and not be scrolling through endless sites that do nothing for me and perhaps visiting a site that shares a little bit of information and teaches me a bit about the past because the more I know, the more understanding I can be to the people around me. So, you know, on this Throwback Thursday, I'm going to put this one out to you. Um, what have you done to preserve your family's history? What have you done to learn about your ancestors and where they came from and hardships they may have endured? What do you really know about them? Do you have boxes and boxes of pictures piled in closets and you've never really looked at them? Well, maybe pull them out someday. You might be surprised at what you learn. When I was scanning all those pictures uh, for my family a while back and uploading them to the cloud, I discovered a picture of my mom 
and she was in her Air Force t-shirt and it was time she played softball or baseball, I guess. I'm not sure what it was. She was playing ball back in that day. I didn't know that my mom had done that. I knew that when I was a kid, she was always out there teaching me how to bat and how to throw a ball. But I didn't know that when she was in the Air Force, she was involved in a team. And I thought, that's pretty cool. I hadn't scanned that picture. I might not have known that. There was all kinds of great pictures of my mom that gave me insight as to what her life was like growing up. Um, I have a bunch of pictures uh, from my dad that I need to scan and get out and share with other people as well because they do contain some Yukon history. And if I share those pictures, it can help others who are retracing the steps of what happened over the years. And yeah, I agree that when it comes to history, we don't always need to look back forever. I mean, people will say, why are we revisiting history over and over and over again? Yeah, sometimes we do need to look ahead. Sometimes we do need to make new paths and find a way to make things better. But we can't do it without having that little mirror behind us that reminds us why we're doing what we're doing. Um, I'm going to just touch quickly on technology here. Um, you know, technology has come such a far away, and yes, we had the old TVs, yes, we had the radios, you know, yes, we went to computers and internet, now we've got artificial intelligence, AI, 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 we're hearing AI everywhere we go. Uh, I can take my podcast, I can put it into a program, it'll transcribe it, put it into words, but it's not perfect yet. I haven't had one yet that can do it without my having to do a lot of editing. But what's even scarier is there's programs out there that can do that and then I can type in words and it'll recreate those words using my voice or a semblance of my voice. I don't like that. I think that's really weird. Um, and I don't know, I just to me that's a little bit on the creepy side. It's, it's also kind of creepy to me that you can take a photo um, and you can delete an image from the background. You can even do that on a phone. There's a certain phone out there that'll do that. You take the photo, you don't want that tree in the background, or somebody's in the background and you don't want them in the back of your family picture, you press that on that phone and it'll remove that person from the image. So, kind of scary. You're looking at a photo and saying, this photo happened and I was taken at this place on this date and time. Well, that photo may not even accurately depict what was in the picture because through different intelligences, you may have been able to nuke out part of that picture. Kind of scary where things have gone. Uh, I hear people talking about creators of AI or regretting how far it's come. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I just know that as much as I appreciate technology, I hope our world doesn't become at a point where we forget about people. I still like to talk to people on the phone. I still like to see people at the till in the store. Um, I'm happy with automation, but I really do like dealing with people. So I can assure you when I'm doing my podcast, it's not AI, <laughs> it's nothing artificial, it's just all me speaking from the heart. And on this Throwback Thursday, I'm going to encourage you to take a little bit of time, look at your own history, look at your family if you're able to, um, if you uh, are connected with family and you can do that, and learn a little bit more about you know, what happened in the past and what happened in the area you live in. And by learning more about each other in the area and not turning a blind eye to history, we can be so much more kind to each other and aware of where we need to drive that ship going in the future. So that's it for my Thursday ramblings. I need to go home and get some breakfast. And I hope everybody has a great day. Happy Thursday. And we'll talk to you soon. Oh, and by the way, remember what I always say? Smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Have a good day, everybody.
What have you got in your hand? What did you just pick up? It's a wooden plug. A wooden plug for what? We're standing on top of an old sailing ship, an old big three-master wooden sailing ship. And there was metal beams that ran through it, about a metal bolt through, but everywhere there was a bolt, there was a, a plug like this. And when the ships come in, I used to pop them out, using for hockey pucks, actually. <laughs> That's funny. That's so cool. I used cool. to wrap tape around them and then use them for <laughs> hockey pucks. That's hilarious. So whoever designed that back in the day never envisioned that would eventually become a young lad's hockey pucks. That's pretty cool. It's pretty neat being out here. Let's see if we can find a full one. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please click like, share on your social media, and hit that subscribe button for future updates. Don't forget to join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group on Facebook or visit www.lindysaudiocafe.com. Have a great week, everyone. And remember when you head out that smiles come in all languages and in all colors.